listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Thursday afternoon. Now, we've got a wonderful topic coming up for you right now. We're talking about ways to reduce stress and also to feel happier. And also to talk about this, we're joined on the line by Kate Baldwin, who's a kinesiologist, a mindful and meditation coach. Uh, Welcome to the program, Kate. It's great to speak to you again. Hello, Noreen. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually, all things considered. Yes, that's great. And I know you're also uh, teaming up with a few uh, wellness practitioners around Hong Kong and you're launching uh, Mm. a wonderful 14-day connection program. Um, But before we get to that, um, I just wanted to sort of pick your brain and and ask you, are are you seeing a lot more stressed out people these days? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, um, a a lot of us sort of thought, yeah, you work from home and... um, (laughs) <laughs> the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the problem is we've got the virus, which in itself causes stress for people. Some people are worried about getting sick. Um, so that's the one level. And then on top of that, we've got the related stress from that. So the financial concerns, job losses, homeschooling their children, working at home. Um, and then we have people that are trying to boost their immune system and maybe deal with underlying health problems who have got this sort of overkill of information and, and that in itself can be stressful. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely seen um, certainly a lot of my one-to-one clients um, struggling with stress, um, struggling with uh, being online so much and all that that brings, um, struggling with media information overload, um, so, yeah, definitely people needing a lot of support at the moment and um, not going out as much. So maybe not able to get as much as they would normally. That's right. Yeah. Um, we, we talk about social uh, distancing. There was a doctor who wrote into our morning current affairs program back chat and she says, you know, people should stop referring to it as social distancing. We should s- sort of just call it physical distancing. I think by taking the social part of it um, out of it kind of makes you feel a bit better. We're not we're, we're just physically distancing ourselves. So yeah. p- perhaps that that's one way. Yeah, to, to I, I absolutely it. hate that term. And, <laughs> and I think in our program we try very hard to use physical distancing rather than social distancing because we're all online these days we've got phones you know there's no need for us to be socially distant for people and people that thrive on connection you know and if we're not getting that physically we need to find it another way that's such a great point that's such a great point kate you know people are sort of physically distanced uh themselves but also there's a such a great online community and on one hand there's that overload of information but on the other hand there's a connection of of information also yeah yeah Yeah. and it's about finding what works for you i think and what what's right for you exactly well let's talk about your 14-day connection program which is all about really uh, connecting uh to 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 ourselves and, and to perhaps other people yeah, well, we were like, like myself and um, I worked together with Mindy from Wellness for Life on this program. We were both seeing with our clients this increased stress, and and we started to ask, well, what's being done in Hong Kong? And uh, very little, and I think worldwide, very little, because resources have to be channeled into the the health concerns, you know, and sort of the the mental health is getting forgotten about. So we're seeing this increased stress, and we we wanted to provide something for people 
Um, the reason it's 14 days is because of the quarantine restrictions that came in. So we, we set this up as the restrictions in Hong Kong was heightening. We've seen people facing quarantine for 14 days or self-isolating. And then around the world, there started to be lockdowns in different countries. And we wanted people to have a daily activity that they could do to help with stress levels. So the, the problem is there's so much out there. There are so many different tools that people can use, but most of it is um, so taught in isolation. So you would have mindfulness, you have physical exercise, you have yoga, and it's all sort of together by, by itself. And for, for people that want a little bit of everything or that, that get bored easily or that um, are not in a position to to understand what helps them the best, it, it can be quite confusing. So we wanted to bring it all together because, you know, we all know we need to take care of our mind. We need to take care of our body. Um, we need to take care of our connection to other people. We need to work on feeling more positive. Um, so we kind of put it all together in one place. Um, so we combine mindfulness, yoga, exercise, stress management techniques, mental resilience building tools, and acupressure together. Um, I think I may have lost you there. Uh, Kate, can you hear me? Hello, I'm, Hello? I'm yes. back. Oh, yep. <laughs> it just dropped out <laughs> towards the end. I did say at the beginning, uh, um, uh, just just to you off air, that you know, w- working with WhatsApp call is such a wonderful technology, and the quality gets so great until it drops out a, a little bit. Um, are you able to hear me yeah. clearly? <laughs> I can hear you clearly. Yeah, let's see if it will uh, if it will stay here. Well, we shan't stress. Um, it's it's all part of the, the process. The important thing is uh, we we have you. Uh, like you said, that there is really just something for everyone. There is a bit of yoga. There is meditation. There is mindfulness. Uh, can you also give us yeah. maybe an example of some of these programs? I mean, when it comes to yoga, um, how how difficult? What what level of yoga are you talking about? Oh, this is designed for everyone. So it's supposed to be accessible. And um, there are tips on if you need to make it simpler or if you're less mobile, how you can adapt it. Um, so the idea with the mindfulness is it's not long. It's not. Um, it, it's designed for people of all levels to access it. Yeah. Um, the activity, we, we're using some HIT exercises, which is high-intensity interval training. Uh, which are fantastic and they're very short, which is why we like them for at-home at use. But again, people are encouraged to go at their own pace. Um, so each day they have something different to do. So I think the first day is breath awareness. So we start with the breath because the breath is kind of everything and, and runs through our entire life. And then we have a mindfulness activity. The next day we have a yoga activity and we have an exercise. So it kind of it kind of builds like that. Um meaning that anyone can use it and they don't get bored and they can kind of start to take care of the whole of themselves and see the connection between all the different wellness activities that are out there. How did you sort of go about, how did you and Mindy sort of go about finding which programs would would be suitable for this 14-day connection program? Because there's such a wide uh, variety of programs or activities that can help reduce stress. But um, how how did you curate it? Well, we looked at things that we know works. We often um, lead workshops and programs. So we looked at things that we've tried and tested ourselves that we know work. And we also looked at making sure it was accessible 
So I've been teaching and doing mindfulness for many, many years. Um, and we tried to pick things from that were not specific to programs. And people want to go and do a program. They can <laughs> they can do the entire an entire sort of thirty day mindfulness program. Fantastic, but that wouldn't work in this context. We need something that people can just drop into that they can fit into their daily life. And the key was that it has to be under thirty minutes. Um, it has to be something that people of all levels, even down into um, older children and teenagers, can use. It has to be something that can be adapted for people that are um, less mobile. And it has to be interesting <laughs> and, uh, and enjoyable. Um, we also looked at the, the research, so activities that we know that if people fit these into their daily lives, they will see benefits. <laughs> exactly. And it's so important to look after our body and, and our minds because together they will make us just feel generally happier. And even when we do face stressful situation, we have that sort of a cushion, if you like, that stress anti-stress cushion to boost us up um also i understand that um yeah sorry go on kate yeah no i was just gonna say um the the, act, the activities can be done at any time i mean a lot of people kind of wait till things get overwhelming but actually you can be proactive you can go out and, and there's there's a research to cover all of this you can do something very simple like just come up with three things you're grateful for each day mm. And they've run research studies on this, and they've shown that that increases your sense of well-being. And they, I can't remember the percentage. I think it's something like between fourteen and twenty percent, depending how you how you feel as a as a baseline improvement in your mood. So you can do this at any time. We don't need to wait. So Absolutely. I think hopefully this will inspire people to to just be a little bit proactive. And it can be five minutes, ten minutes, something very small fit into your day. Absolutely. We, we often hear how beneficial uh, gratitude lists are, you know, writing things that we're thankful for. You know, today I had a, a nice cup of coffee and being thankful for that. Um, but just to add to that, yeah. I've also read that um, writing a list for things that you have achieved or you have done. So writing, writing, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for a healthy body and, and I'm thankful for, for a cup of coffee is great. But if you can take it to the next level by saying, today I've gone out for a walk or today I've done 15 minutes of yoga that really gives people a sense of achievement by by um by feeling happy about something that they've done today and feeling more positive positive. and maybe our listeners yeah can it, try that out too yeah it's wonderful and we we often do a worksheet like that when we go into organizations and schools and some people find it quite difficult to find things that they've done well yeah. or things that they've good at <laughs> um so it's a great thing to to list this is what i've achieved today but also these are the things that I'm really good at. These are things that I can do. And these are things that I've achieved in the past. And these are the skills I use to achieve those. Exactly. And you must work with so many different people and, and so many different clients. And you see that maybe some people, some people are better. Um, oops, I think I may have lost you there. Kate, can you hear me? Yes, I did. Oh, I, yes. Sorry. Could you? Yep, I got you back now. Could you just repeat that? Sorry, yes. that. Um, yeah, no problem at all. Sorry about that. Um, I was just asking, you must work with so many different clients and, and so many different people that you see a, a bit of a difference between, you know, some are better at dealing with stress than others. And I, and I just want to, you know, pick your brain. What are those sort of differentiating factors? Why are some people better um, at handling stress than others? Why are some people just generally happier than others? 
Well, I think a lot of it, for my kinesiology work, it's, at least, I see a lot of it comes down to the very early childhood that they have. So the lessons that they learn when they were forming their opinions of life, when they were forming their personalities, the, the people that were around them, the situations that they were in, how people reacted to them, that definitely plays into who they become later in life and how they, how they uh, react to stress. Um, now, the wonderful thing about that is we can change that. <laughs> we know that the brain is um, fluid. Really resilient, and resilient, yeah. Yeah, so we can – so some people will have to work harder at it um, depending on the life that they've had and the situation they've been in. It's particularly the, uh, the first sort of one to five years of life where, where that happens. But also um, I think um, – they're starting to see that some people are naturally biologically more inclined to be positive or negative. Uh, it's cultural as well, depending on the, the um, culture that they come from and that their parents come from or how they move, where they live, all sorts of things play into that. Um, and also some people are generally more proactive. So if they work more at feeling positive, if they work more at, building resilience, if they actively take on tools and do them, have done them for, for a longer time, then they'll start to react in a different way to stress. They'll start to feel a little better. Yeah. And people can also feel a little better if they start to do your 14 day connection program. I should also mention that people can go to the Facebook page. I love how um, you and your team have uploaded some wonderful videos to also coach us through. Uh, people can go to the balance session uh, to, to, to have a look at all the different videos that Kate and Mindy um, ha have also uploaded. Perhaps, um, Kate, before I let yeah. you go, can you um, uh, give us an example or maybe share a mindfulness activity with, with our listeners now? so that we can follow at home or, or at work, wherever people are listening? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe I can just lead you through a very, very short sort of example of a meditation, mindfulness meditation, if that works. Would sure. that be, yes, yes, would that be good? Be, yes, that would um, be wonderful. Just very briefly, so the reason that we use a lot of mindfulness and we like it, aside from the thousands of pages of research they have now, is that it brings us into the present moment. And a lot of the time when we're stressed, we're like... I think I just lost you there again, Kate. Um, maybe we can get reconnected to you. Yes, Hello. you've just been reconnected. Sorry, I am reconnected. <laughs> No problem. This is why we need to be resilient, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's part Not of the sure fun exactly of live radio. Um, <laughs> maybe just start from the beginning then. Yeah, so, so I was just saying the mindfulness practice, a lot of the time we, 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 we run off into the past worrying about things or we go off into the future uh, running over how things could be, what if this, what if that, and overthinking a lot. And that's just the human brain and the state. But if we can rest in the present moment, and it's very peaceful for the mind, and there really isn't anything to do in the present moment, so we automatically reduce our stress on a, the level of our brain and our thoughts, but also physiologically, we slow down the stress processes in our body. So that's just a bit of background as why we like to use mindfulness. I'm, um, I'm nodding. I'm like, I feel much more relaxed <laughs> having that knowledge. It's true. So, so Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I know. I was just going to say. So, if if we want to do a little practice, we we 
we think we have to sit down, maybe meditate for 20 minutes, but it can be helpful just for one or two minutes. So that's what I'd really love to to just do for the listeners, if, if that works for you. Sure, let's go for it. Okay. So if you're able to, if you're in a position where it's safe to do this, close your eyes. And if not, then please just look down in front of you, maybe onto the floor or the desk if you're sitting at a desk. And if you're walking along, try and look down at the ground. And all I'm going to ask you to do is try and drop your attention down to the soles of the feet. And we're not trying to think about the feet. It's more about sensing what physical feelings are there in the bottom of the feet. So maybe it's tightness, itchiness, warmth, cool. Maybe it's comfortable. Maybe it's not. It doesn't really matter what physical sensations are there. It's really just about noticing how the feet are feeling right now. And then maybe bringing a slight smile onto your face. And with feet, trying to get a sense of that ground underneath you, supporting the feet. Just tuning into that. And I'm going to invite you to check in with yourself now. Just asking, what thoughts am I having right now? What I feel so relaxed. And oh, Kate is actually gone. I feel really, really relaxed. Um, we've got you back. Sorry, Kate. It just went a bit silent, yeah, and I was, so I was sorry. there with no problem. I was there with my thoughts, and I was so relaxed I couldn't yeah. even speak. Okay, I, I felt really relaxed. Yeah. So with that practice, if you do it yourself, the next thing would be to check what feelings are present, and then we come back to what physical sensations are present. Because we don't want to stay with the thoughts. We want to notice them from the outside to create some distance from them. We want to notice the feelings from the outside to create a little bit of distance. And then we come back to the physical sensations and we finish with the breath. So that's how I would have finished that if we hadn't have been disconnected. Um, but, <laughs> so it's about noticing what's going on and, and having a little bit of choice then in how you react. I was going to say the wonderful thing is that the listeners can continue with these wonderful exercises to just reduce stress, to just um, be more mindful of, of our emotions, uh, good or bad, acknowledge them. And uh, we can continue to do so by visiting uh, your Facebook page, which is The Balance Session, and they'll be able to continue uh, with the 14 Day connection program um, and I understand uh, it's already on day 10 today but they can start at any time yes, it is. Uh, really but, yeah you can just scroll down the page to whichever point um, you'd like to start at and you can go at your own pace if so 14 days is it's not gonna happen if you do it over three weeks uh, do two a day whatever works for you that's why we've left it up there 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Kate, uh, to, to you and Mindy uh, and the rest of your team. Uh, a, a number of wellness practitioners uh, around Hong Kong have come together to put together a free uh, 14-day connection program. Many thanks once again uh, for your time, Kate, for explaining this to us. And that's Kate Baldwin, a kinesiologist and a mindfulness and meditation coach uh, for joining us today. Go to the Balance Sessions Facebook page for more. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thanks, Noreen. Bye-bye.